Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stumps and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck you ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host and also a liar because we're going to do the whole comic book movie ranking thing next week because uh, we did not have enough time in the week or gas in the tank to do it this week. Uh, as always, I am joined by my co-hosts with the co-most, Travis Grossman and Spencer Simpson. Hi. Spencer's actually physically sitting in, next to me right house. now. He's yeah. in-house. And we have to share a mic, so we've been getting super cozy. Yeah, nothing is new here. We, we, we've we been practicing. They're wearing matching sweaters. They have a blanket on. We've been yeah. practicing nice. what it's going to look like when, when both of us lean into the mic to talk at the same time and we're like yeah. an inch away from each other. Yeah, very romantic. Might steal a kiss. So they, so they make sure they don't kiss because it's just so intrinsic. They're like, we oh have yeah, to. <laughs> yeah. The sexual tension is wrought in this podcast. True, true. Uh, Travis, you said you had a story you really wanted to tell on do back yesterday, but we did not have time oh, because well, of the yeah prediction cast being a <laughs> fucking you, nightmare. Could you imagine if we did slice of life yesterday? Oh, that would have been three and a half hours. Easy, yeah, yeah. New um, longest episode. Sounds um, terrible. It was a time. Uh, yeah, so last Thursday, I took my car in to get fixed because it had a lot wrong with it. One of the, the main thing was a bad ignition switch. Yes. Yikes. So it would take like 25 tries to get my car to start. So I take it in. They give it the look over to see them because I knew about two things. They fixed those two things. They found two other things. They fixed those two things. But on Thursday, they call us at five. They close at six and say, hey, the uh, the ignition switch we got in for your car is the wrong one. <laughs> oh, they fucking, how do you do that? I don't know. How does one? So they were like, hey, do you need your car? Because like they would have it the next day. And I was like, yeah, because I have to drive to work and my mom needs her car for things. So like. I need it for the weekend. I can bring it back on Monday to have the work done. And it's okay. We can find a solution in the meantime. So for from Thursday night till Monday morning, I was starting my car. I'd get in my car, put my key in the in where the key goes, yeah. and turn it so that the car detects <laughs> it that, did the thing. So that like the car detects that the chip from my key is in there because it's right. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the ignition was actually hanging out the other side of the of the steering wheel where i'd put a screwdriver in and turn it to start my engine wow <laughs> wow but it worked on the first try every time <laughs> i mean that's an upgrade of sorts yeah and i got to tell the fun story about how i was driving a ghetto ass car yeah it's a little you know? a little ghetto rigged but you know you should, you should host a seminar how to hotwire a car well, with a screwdriver if that well, that was part of the problem is if I didn't need the key chip to start it, people could have someone could have just stolen my fucking car. So, well, I'm glad that didn't happen. Me too. I don't care. You, yeah. Spencer. Ha. Yeah. How was your week? Um. 
bit of good, bit of bad. I just got. I'm, I'm fresh out of finals week. I literally yeah. finished my last final at two o'clock. Congratulations today. to both of you. Thank, thank you. you, thank you. And I drove back up here just in time to eat some leftover lasagna and pop over lasagna, lasagna. Um, so that's the bad. Not necessarily because I did. The fuck was that, Travis? That was me going extra Italian. Oh, I thought you were were having trying to frat (laughs) snap or something. Were you trying to? Were you trying to frat snap? No, my fingers weren't moving. They were. Uh, I I I hate when you do that. I hate. I don't. I don't hate that. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't hate when you do it. I hate that I can't do it in response. Yeah, Yeah, I can't do it either. Because like I've had moments in my life. I've had so many moments in my life since you started doing that. Where there's like a there's like a little synapse in my brain that goes, this is the moment where you frat snap. Yeah. But I can't bring that to fruition. It's like some, some days I'm on point, other days I can't quite get it. Can't to quite get you. it up. Can't get it up. You know they make a pill for that. <laughs> Too expensive. My health insurance doesn't cover it. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Give it like forty years. Yeah. Um. On that note. The good thing that happened this past week is that one, if you recall back from episode 41, when I told <laughs> that story about the, about the girl. I didn't think you were going to talk about this on the air, so I wouldn't have made you segue from broke dick <laughs> to <laughs> girlfriend. I just figured, Hi, Olivia. How I, are you? <laughs> I figured I figured it was on par for this show, so I just let it <laughs> let it happen. But yeah, long story short, the 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 lady I had the Instagram fiasco with. You say lady like she's like forty five years older than you. No, like she's an actual <laughs> librarian lady. No, I, just, I met her in the library. But Spencer she's not found a, a sugar mama at Grove <laughs> City. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're dating now. Hurrah! Hurrah! I'm so sorry, Olivia. I promise I'm not this much crackhead energy in person. Yeah, he's He's worse. lying. He's so much worse. <laughs> he's lying. So, okay. Real quick. I got to meet Joel's girlfriend for the first time. Yeah. And for everybody at home, first of all, Marie, sweetheart, and all of Joel's friends, lovely people. I quite enjoyed their company. That said, this motherfucker sat me down and lectured me on how I was basically not allowed to act like me in front of this girl. And basically gave the, like, you can't say fuck 30 times in front of Marie. And I was like, yeah, Joel, because I'm going to meet your brand new girlfriend that I've not met once. And leave hi, I'm Jared. How the fucking shitting fucking motherfucker are you? Like, I had to, like that's how I'm going to talk to this girl, right? That's how, how the you think- shitting fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, like, that's how I'm going to introduce myself. <laughs> We're at Dino's having lunch 15 minutes in whenever Joel's friends finally arrive. Joel in front of Marie to one of his friends made a joke about Joel's salad getting tossed. Like he made a tossed salad joke. And I said, and I'm not allowed to say fuck in front of this girl, but you just made a joke about you getting your asshole ate. (laughs) That is a double standard, my friend. What planet are we from? We're like booty eating is nowhere near as bad as me saying fuck. Is it possible that she would not have gotten the euphemism if you hadn't drawn attention to it? The whole table went is it possible? Is it possible? I'm just all right. No. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> I wasn't there, but no. All no. right. Well, ju- I'm. I I am assuming Marie's intelligence <laughs> of certain lingos, but. <laughs> Outside of that, it's been a good week. Very excited. By the time people have heard this, we will have seen the rise of Skywalker. Hell Fuck right. yeah, dog. 
I'm so excited. <laughs> but, but, it did not it did not sink into my finals right? exam saturated brain until yesterday that we were three days out and I had like we heard you. I the... I I had a oh moment. <laughs> so excited. We because you had that moment, but we all also had that moment several times through the three hours. Go listen to do back this week and just, then get off and, the internet and turn on turn up the speed. Yeah, but no, yeah, like we were all just like, holy shit, we're like three days away, we're three days out, and then you sent your thing and it's like at the end, holy crap, we're three days out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was very on brand. Um. But yeah, very excited for all of that. Had a lot of fun hanging out with Joel's friends, all jokes aside. And, uh, yeah, very excited for this week. Uh, before we get started, we have some bittersweet news. Uh, Cookie Cop has ascended, and I'm very terrified of the noises he's making now. Stop! Move away from the cookie jar! Hate it again, because it was worse yesterday. <laughs> I want to give it He's, one more. I want to give it one more. There's one more. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Cookie, <laughs> Cookie Cop is dead. Just... At the end of the episode for the outtake, we need to open up that battery pack. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He sounded so cursed yesterday. <laughs> like it's uh, he's he so, just now. Yeah, no, he sounds like an angry god. <laughs> he he probably overspent his power. The first run through, I was like, his voice is slightly deeper than I remember, and he's talking slower. It was just like, stop, step away from the cookie jar. I was like, oh, there's nothing wrong strong <laughs> no separate from the cookie no yesterday he sounded it was very like there was no Dana only Zool when I played it for them yesterday it was basically that voice it was just raspy and deep and scary uh hopefully this is not the death of cookie cop I, I hope it. we can salvage His batteries it. are probably just like leaking acid. That's, my, that's what I'm afraid of is that we're going to open him up and like all of our hands are just going to melt to the bone. What if what if we open him up and an, like an, we see And it's like spirit. the Ark of the fucking Covenant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, <laughs> they won't be hearing this episode though. It's all I'm dying. I, can't even. <laughs> I hope TJ like in our memories upon being melted by the Ark of the Cookie Cop that like He's like, they would have wanted us to hear it. <laughs> oh my god! That's Dan I, Miller from Broaxium sent it to the Dubak Discussion Snapchat group. The, so, the same song I, that Travis and I were scream singing in the car on the way over. I, I feel safe opening his stuff on air. Not TJ. Not, not even a bit, TJ. <laughs> he said yesterday... And uh, I quote, I, I upon mean? sending a picture of Travis in his Poe Dameron costume into that chat, oh, man. direct quote, I want to eat that boy's booty hole like a sushi roll. Is that word for word? Yeah, yeah that is. that actually. boy's booty hole like a sushi roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, TJ. How the hell are you? It's been a minute. That's all he listens to this fucking show. Uh, um, should we uh real quick before we do jump into it uh i don't know if we're gonna take a break or not that is kind of tbd we'll figure out what we want to do there will almost certainly be a break in episodes for a minute over the coming weeks christmas, christmas. however that Merry said christmas. we do plan on recording a whole lot of bonus content if you guys listen to do back by bonus content he means boneless content boneless Get rid of your bones, Spencer. <laughs> Take them out. Take your bones out. Unboning. Uh, if you guys listen to Dewback, whenever we are not able to get together for an episode, we typically do a Star Wars Trivial Pursuit Iron Man match, which Woo! is a lot of fun. People seem to enjoy those episodes. I know Rural Farm Boy likes to tell me that there is no way I'll survive in the Schmodown, and that is what keeps me one more. <laughs> um, I need a naysayer, because I have a Marty McFly complex. However, I've been your naysayer. You have. You've been my rival. You've been my rival. You've been my rival. All right, that's fair. Uh, We've not been able to figure out what we would want to do on this show as bonus content. Travis had the brilliant idea of doing debate episodes. So we're going to try to get in a couple debate episodes uh, over the break and see how those play out. And let us, hopefully, you guys let us know how you enjoy those pods. With that, uh, how long was it between recording and the episode actually like between us recording the episode and me looking at my phone that one of the stories we reported on last week ended up being thrown out the fucking window I want to say one? it was under 24 hours yeah <laughs> last week we reported that uh, despite rumors and what was misinterpreted footage at uh, CCXP in Brazil there was not a Shazam sequel confirmed and then right after that, Warner Brothers announced a Shazam sequel. So I'll just take point on this one so we can uh, blast through this bad boy. Go for it. Ooh. Shazam 2 is happening. Release date revealed. Warner Brothers has slotted a follow-up to the 2019 superhero film on its schedule. The new movie will be released April 1st, 2022. Yes, it's also April Fool's Day, but the announcement is no prank. Zachary Levi is reportedly back on board to co-star. The film is in addition to Black Adam... Uh, starring The Rock that's supposed to begin shooting next year. Black Adam is a character who is typically depicted as Shazam's enemy, which you guys know. Uh, the news follows Warner Brothers announcing several other tentpole release dates. Wednesday, most notably the DC title The Flash, which we'll get into later on. Uh, the studio also slotted uh, the fourth sequel to The Matrix on May 21st, uh, which is apparently coming out the same day as the fourth John Wick. Yeah. Oh, boy. Curious how that's going to happen. Yeah. Feels so bad for all the Keanu stands. Yeah. yeah. While Shazam earned largely positive reviews, the film had a rather modest performance at the box office, earning $364 million worldwide, uh, which Forbes notes puts the film 61st in terms of domestic box office gross, 25th among superhero movies in the last five years, and behind every major Marvel and DC release since 2012. Uh, DC and Warner and uh, New Line made a big mistake putting Shazam out when it did. I think Shazam would have performed better later in the year. I think it made it may, maybe would have made good August fair. I can't think of anything that, that like really would have given it a fight in, in August. In August, I mean, Spider-Man was still out. Spider-Man was still out, but like by that point, the only <laughs> thing we got for Spider-Man was like 
the re-release. Oh yeah, that was in the whole during the sign the Sony Disney, yeah, spat. So I'm very excited to hear about it. I'm happy that uh, DC and Warner Brothers are going to throw Shazam a bone, despite it not making a shit ton of money. Um, and then you gentlemen will be seeing it at some point in the coming week for the uh, ranking video. Yeah. Or podcast, rather. Nice. Yeah. It's very fun. You guys will like it quite a lot. Don't, just don't make me watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> You're watching Dark Phoenix. There's, you can't. If we had to suffer through that movie, so do you. That's what you think. You got to pay for it then. We, we can all watch did. it together. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I and by that, to... I mean Spencer and I will take a nap while you and Joel watch Dark Phoenix. I don't want to do it again. Oh, <laughs> what a... Please, no. Please stop, Father. All right, Travis, you get to read a, Z- a Snyder Cut story Yay. this week. Justice League, Zack Snyder shares his photo... Of, shares new photo of his Superman. <laughs> Emo Superman. <laughs> Justice League director Zack Snyder revealed a look at Henry Cavill Superman in his black costume. Uh, Snyder posted a picture of Cavill. They say of Cavill because, like, it should be Cavill, but also you can't see the face in the picture. So. Hey, you can. Keep scrolling. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, there it is. I can't tell if it's concept art or an actual photo. <laughs> I want to say it's concept because it looks like it's the same suit just re- recolored. Because it is. So, yeah. So yeah. So it could very. It that that's an easy Photoshop job. Yeah. Um, Cavill as Superman in his black suit to Vero writing my Superman, also known as the recovery suit. Uh, first Superman first donned the black costume following his resurrection after his death at the hands of Doomsday. Although notably, this is why this is clearly Photoshop. If it was actually that suit, he wouldn't have a fucking cape. Yeah. His hair would be... Like, there's so much... There's so much I love about that look for Superman that isn't in this picture, and I'm like, no. Well, I mean, Zach did put out that one image during production of Justice League that was of the black suit. Like, it was literally... It was just this... It was like the arc of the S. And then there was a debate over whether or not it was a black and white filter or if it was actually the resurrection suit. I mean, either way. This, I mean... It's more Snyder Cut fuckery. Zach, stop. Like, just either put the whole thing out or stop. I saw an excellent video from the YouTube channel Folding Ideas. Basically talking about how, like, the Snyder Cut is this really weird, like, pop cultural, like, Schrodinger's cat. Where, like... Yes, the Snyder Cut almost certainly exists, but it is not a completed movie. And to make it a completed movie would require an amount of money that is fucking absurd. Which also, and I didn't even think of this, the union issues that would come up from trying yeah. to re- for trying to finish this movie a second time. That's true. Yeah. Like, there would be so many issues with all of that. Like, re-releasing it, you get into a whole lot of distribution and union issues, unless you just do a deluxe edition of Justice League and categorize the Snyder Cut as a special feature. Yeah, I mean, send me that video because I want to watch it's it. It's very good. It is very yeah. good. I'll send it into the chat later. You'll love it. Um, um, but it makes a lot of good points. I really do think that, like, I'm starting to believe the theory that they're going to put it on HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... 
that makes the most sense to me because that's like the easiest because asking people to buy the movie again no, yeah if, not gonna fly. yeah but like if it's on hbo max i'll get a trial of hbo max to watch the snyder cut yeah i mean we're gonna i'll get a trial once the fucking green lantern shows over and done with too oh shit that too never mind i'll get hbo max <laughs> uh spencer our yes. our friendly neighborhood uh, Superman cosplayer. How do you how do you feel about the black suit? Um, I like variation, and some of my favorite um, stylistic changes are just to to black it out, um, like like the the uh, Noctomonkey and Noctomonkey and the film no- or the the noir suit from of course that's Spider Man. Yeah, uh, version, but but still, like it's it's a nice variation, and I like how it's not entirely black. I like the the silver. Oh yeah, it's always had yeah, that, like chrome yeah, white mass. ass. And, yeah, and and I like I like chromey stuff. It's it's slick. It's nice. I would I wear this? I probably would. It's not my style. Like I, um, like Jared said, you you said like man, I wish we had this suit. You know, I wish we had something like this whenever we bought you your Superman suit. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's slick, but I guess it's not really my style. So I, I like the because in the comics and in like most yeah have you seen how this suit looks like in the original like Death of Superman story? It I doesn't think so. It Let doesn't me just refresh myself. It doesn't have a cape. Yeah. Clark comes out of the the chamber with like longer hair. <laughs> fucking mullet. It's yeah. a mullet. It's a <laughs> it's a super mullet. Fuck you. It's awesome. <laughs> I have you watched oh, the wow um, the animated movie the. The Death Look of at this guy. Yeah. yeah. The action figures, though. Have you watched Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman? The newer version. I watched the old Death of Superman. I've watched Superman, Superman Doomsday. Doomsday. I like the new versions better. Are they on DC Universe? Yes. I might watch them tonight. Watching this one movie, it's incredible. It's my favorite. Okay. It's my yeah. favorite thing out of that universe besides Justice League War. And, like, he looks... Because, like, he has a bit of scruff. He has long hair. The full black suit with the chrome ass, no cape. Like, it looks so good. The one thing that I, like, super am not fond of is the original look of it. And I've seen so many, like, modern reversions, like, yeah. revamps of it that, like, I kind of forgot how much man cleavage the original one has. Oh, the ones I'm used to, like, go up to his neck. Yeah, there's, know? like, one where it's, like, you can, like, almost see, you can see his fucking clavicle. Like, there's just so much. I, you know, I like super suits that are, that, like, are mostly modest. Meanwhile, Disco Nightwing. Yeah, Disco Nightwing. Uh, j- just because like I'm the I like the, you know. Yeah. Even though it's him, and yeah. it does not. Most things you hit him with won't matter. It just makes sense to stay covered. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> so I don't. That's why I like when Wonder Woman has pants on. I know that most things will just bounce off of her, but why take a chance? Put a couple layers there. It's true for everybody. I don't know. I dig the battle skirt. Battle skirt looks good. It looks great. I don't. I don't begrudge it. I just prefer pants on super suits. Fair, fair. But yeah, I just, I just want this shenanigans to. I want it to stop it, or I want to see the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this point, that's where I'm at about it. Well, one of the other things that like the folding ideas video brought up that like crossed my mind briefly, and then I just kind of like tucked away and didn't think much about. But the more I thought about it after it was brought up in the video, I was like, no, this is a very good point. Jason Momoa posting about the Snyder Cut is one thing. Because that's his account. Because he that like, he posts whatever the fuck he wants to. Like, be it, like, just him working out, 
Snyder Cut, yeah. Aquaman stuff, like his political work with all of the yeah, like in Hawaii Native Hawaiian stuff. stuff, all of that stuff. But like Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck, those are run by publicists yeah. for the most part. Like those are not, that's not Gal and Ben like using their Twitters. You know, like that was somebody who went, this is a smart calculation to just tweet this black and white photo. And, and say hashtag, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. So, you know, I feel like there's more going on here than we realize. Again, like, I'm not a Snyder cultist, but at this point, like, we'll do an audio commentary. <laughs> I don't want to do an audio commentary, <laughs> but I want to do a review of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Spencer, you're up. Alrighty then. So from Collider, uh, we've got an official... Premiere date. For now. For now. <laughs> we'll do an over-under. Official, over baby. It's official. We'll do an over-under at the end of the article here. Uh, but this is from Collider. The Flash solo movie finally sets a premiere date. Bullshit. <laughs> the Flash standalone movie starring Ezra Miller has, appropriately enough, zipped around an update update so many times it's hard to believe that it ever really happened, blah, blah, blah. But apparently we have a release date for the Scarlet Speeders big solo film debut. And it will um, debut on July 1st of 2020. Back in August, Andy Muschietti... What? What? That's in six months. 2022? Did I say 2020? Yeah, yeah. you did. July 1st, 2022. I was okay. like, I there's no way. I was like, I there's no way I misread the article before. Nope. 2022. Like, it's been in production the whole time. I've been known. Yeah. I've been known to have the occasional slip up. Say, so do they have the actual Flash making the movie? Like, yeah. Is that how you crank out this in six months? No, the Flash has to do the editing. That's yeah, the, and the SFX work. Yeah. all of the spe- all of the Flash. Like they're using the Speed Force to make the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Back in August, Andy Muschietti, the mastermind behind the It adaptations, was confirmed to direct the movie, him and, like, three other people. Um, Miller has made his debut in Zack Snyder's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice and reprised the role for Joss Whedon uh, and Snyder co-directing Justice League. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Chris Miller and Phil Lord were hired to write the story, um, but they departed to do Solo. Uh, <laughs> we know how that ended for them. Uh, um, long story short, The Flash has a premiere date, um, but it might change. So Because it's changed many times. Don't, don't mark your calendar quite yet. <laughs> Wait until we're like three months out, and then maybe it's safe to mark your calendar. I don't or to think... pull the Dark Phoenix and gets pushed back as they release the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking happens. Which is still the funniest fucking thing that has happened this year, in my opinion. <laughs> I still think that's what's gonna happen, though. Like we'll get a we'll get a trailer, or maybe even like a sizzle reel at a convention or something, and they'll be yeah. like, couple, or like at the convention, they'll run the sizzle reel, give a date, and it's later than what they in this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like December twenty twenty two. But pardon? Wait a minute. Excuse? <laughs> I, I'm excited. I would really, what really fascinates me about the upcoming DC slate. Is that like it looks like they have thrown doing the cinematic universe to the wind? Yeah, 
like after Joker, you know, Shazam very much is implied to be in the same continuity as Justice League. But you don't in the Superman cameo, you don't see his face. Which I'm assuming you guys both knew about that. I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's been brought up before that he has a cameo. Uh, but like you don't see Clark's face in the cameo. There's uh, so much other shit like that is going on. Like they said, Birds of Prey isn't necessarily a sequel to Suicide Squad. It's in a quote unquote parallel timeline, so they don't yeah. have to worry about it being in continuity. Why wasn't Harley Quinn saying fuck before? This is all kinds of messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I, I, this is interesting. Again, as a fan of both of the both Marvel and DC, I always wanted to see DC do what Marvel had going, but I think because they, like they, they kind of like blew out their tires so early into this race, like they have to just well, play they, with what how the chips fell as a race. Yeah, exactly. When it wasn't like they're yeah. on different tracks on different planets and different galaxies, you know, yeah. like. They didn't need a. They didn't need to do a cinematic universe in the first place. But b, especially when you look at other DC, especially the animated shit, where like DC uses different stories, not necessarily as at, like to adapt, but just as benchmarks. Yeah. Like I have a fun time watching animated stuff where I'm like, like what all has happened in Batman's career so far, right? Where like, yeah, has there been a death in the family yet? Did has Barbara been shot yet? Like, is Dick Nightwing yet? Like, using different metrics of that to judge where we are in, in the general timeline. Exactly. And, you know, the they don't need to... And similar things, you know, like, this Lois know that Superman is Clark Kent. Is, has Clark died and come back yet? You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, They don't need to, like... Because Marvel didn't, doesn't adapt straight comics. No, they take elements and they put stuff in a blender and it, yeah. Yeah. And DC doesn't do that. And that's what makes them different. Yeah. So. I think, and what you were saying right there, like the watermarks and how you, they, every character has, exactly yeah. you were just saying, like, you can do the A to B to A to B to A to B for everybody. And I think, like, the way that they tried to have, like, every version of Batman happening at once is emblematic of like where they drop the ball. And I've, I know I've said this before, and I sound like a broken record when talking about DCEU's Batman and Batfleck, that like it is really strange to have the same Batman that is founding the Justice League also be Dark Knight Returns Batman, post-death of Death in the Family Batman, and a retired, like actual yeah, retired right. Batman all at once. Like, not only is he Dark Knight Returns, he's, like, still fresh out of retirement. Yeah. Like, let me rephrase that. Dark, like, the end of Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Returns Batman, and the beginning of Dark Knight Returns Batman all at once, and the one that founds the Justice League, and the one that's still mourning the death of a Robin. It's a lot. Yeah. You know? And it's it's it, it, it weirds me out that that was the strategy they took with it, and it's, you know say the same for almost every other character like superman has barely begun his career and now he's been murdered by doomsday it's a lot to take in so i would not be surprised if they use this flash movie Uh, as a what you said flash so i went oh 
You oh, think you're fucking funny, don't I wasn't, you? I wasn't even doing it for you that. You think you're fucking but, uh, funny, don't you? But uh, now that you... I can't even make fun of you yet because Spencer hasn't watched it. Nope, he hasn't. Well, you're watching The Spectacular at some point this weekend. Not just okay. necessarily this weekend, okay. but while you're here over break. Well, of course. It was it was a good set of... Ma- I fucking hate you. I know. Go home. No. I what you hear. Uh, no. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm also looking forward to like how they square doing this Flash movie with all the other Flash content that is on TV. Like, what the fuck do you do at this point? Like, maybe I should do something with the rogues. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. Well, all the rogues have that. gotten moments so far is what I'm saying. So, like, they how do you do this where, like, like, how do you do this where the general population does not already see the writing on the wall and can get be engaged? Because, like, you know, I mean, Grant, I'm like, this is coming from the person who, despite knowing that the Winter Soldier was Bucky Barnes enjoyed the reveal yeah you know i i want to know like how do you do the gorilla grod like professor zoom stuff without like i mean granted like the tv show did like they twisted a lot of weird stuff and like put characters together in certain instances and i'm just really interested in how they do this in a way that is not gonna like make all the tv people kind of yawn and go back to watching the cw i mean the fact that matters that probably won't like they're probably not going to be able to do that because the cw has covered so much and like for a lot of people that's their foundation of who the flash is yeah you know which is weird to think about but yeah because like for me barry allen isn't even the flash i'm a wally west boy through and through yeah I forget that, like, my ver- my headcanon Flash will always come back to, like, the animated series version. And I forget that it's Wally. Wally. Yeah. Because he's written more like Barry. Really? I think he's written like... Well, like, he's written like a mix, but, like... That's what I'm saying, yeah. There's a, clear, I get... there's a clear distinction, like, because Wally's more of a, like, ladies' charmer kind yeah. of guy. And that's who we see in Justice League and yeah. all that stuff. He just texted me. Hi, Mom. You know what I've also never gotten over upon like rewatching Justice League at one point is the amount of times that they make premature ejaculation jokes to Flash on the kids show. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. A what? <laughs> like they yeah. don't say like, I bet you come quick, Wally. But like there's a lot of times where they like allude to the fact that he probably doesn't last long in bed and it is jarring every fucking time. It's a fucking plot point of an episode of the CW's Flash. What? He like back when he starts dating the police officer. Uh Penny? No, not Penny. Um It starts with a P. I don't remember. Um like precom? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> No, but like they start I'll see myself out. I'm sorry. P, P is They for like make a I point of say. he's on a date and they start doing things and then they cut to the office and they're like, Oh yeah, he hasn't really like been with anyone since he got the powers i don't know if he's going to be able to handle that yet and it's a bit hold on at what point in what season is this i believe season two season two yeah 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 okay i I keep thinking that like he and iris had more of like a i feel like the i keep thinking that the flash fucked as much as oliver did in the first season no, not a bit. He didn't fuck at all in the first season. Yeah. 
All of her farts. All of her, like... Oliver probably has hepatitis. He probably had that before he got on the island. Let's be real. That's what's killing him in crisis. Not the monitor. <laughs> not the like. Not not none of like the world sucking gonna, anything. It's his, S, it's his like cocktail of STDs that he's gotten, <laughs> like through Star City on Leanne Yu in Gotham. All of this shit. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Uh, Travis, you want to play the Red Sun trailer? Because I haven't watched it yet. Neither have we. Let me know when you're pressing the play button so we can watch. We're turning the laptop and we're going to Chrome and we're hitting that. Wait, did you? Yep. Can you see it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I got it up on my. Look! Up in the sky! Oh, wow, the suit looks good. That's the best you've got. Oh, the Extraordinary reports coming out of the Soviet Union. Tales of a being with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. As I said, Mr. President, of course I understand your concern, but I assure you the Luthor Company has this under control. I don't blame those among you that fear me, for you've been taught to fear all your lives. This is a world where the strong rule. And you are the strongest of all of us. It is only a matter of time, very little time, until all of Western Europe is absorbed, is taken by the Soviet Superman. Look alive, Lanterns. We've got it coming. They're really committed. I'm honored to have you here, Ambassador. Call me Diana. And what shall I call you? Superman. You think you're going to stop me, Batman? What now? Now I save the world. Well, uh, oh. Spencer, we're getting you a Red Sun Superman costume. Uh. <laughs> wow, that was you're incredible. so good at accents, though. Like you kind of, you're kind of obligated to do it. It is true. <laughs> oh God! Wait, wait, give it. The, do you think you can beat me, Batman? Do you think you can beat me, Batman? <laughs> oh, there it is. That looks really good. They oh. really committed to this. I'm very excited. It does look super good. <sighs> I like the lanterns. Yeah. I'm so happy. I'm happy for you. I know this is one of your favorite stories, I, Travis. I love it. I love it so much. I just, I love shit set in Russia or like during the Cold War. I don't know why, but like, I, there's something about it that I like. I don't know. And I like the idea. I like the idea that being in Soviet Russia doesn't make Superman any like less Superman, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just the ideals that cover that color, the yeah. 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 I, I'm very excited for it. Did it. What was the release date? Did we see? Um, we should have. We should have. Um, and to me, on it, it uh, doesn't say. Uh, does it? It might. Hold on. Because I want to watch this, like, I want to put this in my eyeballs ASAP. 
early 2020? No. Yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, well, I mean, very soon. <laughs> it's yeah, only yeah. it's only four weeks away. Yeah, it's stopping soon. <laughs> We're very close to a different decade. <laughs> so. Considering that Reign of the Superman came out in January, it'll probably come out. I, I'm hoping in Jan, like late January. Hopefully, you're able to pencil in a review because we've kept like not being able to do yeah, reviews I, for the animated well, stuff. Like I said, which I is ups- I haven't watched uh, upsetting Wonder Woman Bloodlines yet because it's not on DC Universe. Even, yeah. Even though it's in that slate. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck they're up to, and like, I not that I don't want to buy it, but like, I don't own any of the other ones. Yeah. So it just bugs me. Alrighty. I don't know what's next. I got this one. No, you don't. So uh, this was the. I think this is the one that we read on in the car on the way to sheets that I like almost threw my phone out the fucking window for. Because I was like, this is such a huge story, and we completely, we missed this by 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marvel Shutters TV division folds series into Marvel Studios. This is from Vulture. Marvel Television, headed by Jeff Loeb, is shutting down. All current series in production are headed to Marvel Studios, but further series development in Marvel TV is now shut down, according to Deadline and The Hollywood Reporter. Current series in production include a slate of four animated series for Hulu, as well as the live-action Hellstrom series. Uh, these will continue production under Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige at the helm. Feige, who was promoted to chief creative officer at Marvel in October, now oversees all Marvel content, including publishing, film, television, as well as the animation-focused fa- uh, Marvel Family Entertainment. <laughs> Jeff Loeb, who headed the production of series like Jessica, Z- Jessica Jones and Luke Cage on Netflix, as well as The Runaways on Hulu, is set to depart from Marvel but will stay on for the transition. Under low, Marvel TV had very in, had very limited integration with the larger MCU, but the absorption of the TV division into the film unit will uh, make this no longer the case. However, nothing has been officially announced yet as to Marvel's TV integration into the MCU. This news follows the cancellation of several Marvel TV shows on Netflix, as well as the ending of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, uh... This is kind of like the final nail in the coffin for Marvel TV. I think everybody saw the writing on the wall coming for this to happen or something like it to happen very soon. He's playing eight ball pool. I see that. Um, Yes. I'm very easily distracted. But uh, plus Stubby's voice is just so soothing. I can't focus on anything real. Is any is anybody else there with me? Am I alone in this? I think so. What? I don't think my voice is that soothing. Stubby. We've known each other a long time. Even if it's not objectively soothing, I still find it a, quite a comfort. <laughs> Even if it's not objectively soothing. <laughs> he's like he's listened to your voice for so long that to him it's, it's true. what's comfortable. It's true. I've been nurtured. That or he's like in a very nice way saying that everything I say puts him to sleep. Yeah, I think that you nailed it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking prick. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> this is better than our like very passive screaming argument right before we started. Uh but that was just—it was banter. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was good to argue with you again. <laughs> yeah, over absolutely nothing. Uh it's it's disappointing in in some respects. You know, this basically is the final decanonization of the Netflix stuff, which is disappointing, uh, as well as Runaways and stuff like that. So. Here's hoping that there is something that can be salvaged from those shows. Maybe they are kept canon in some way. 
uh, once they're brought on to Disney Plus or however they pull that off, whatever is done with it. Uh, but yeah, very, very uh, bittersweet stuff. You know, it's unfortunate jobs are being lost. And um, there's no silver lining with this one, you know, outside of like the TV shows count a little bit more now, but I don't really, you know. <laughs> Someone else is going to get tapped in a minute here. Someone, do you fucking mind? <laughs> My one friend that I was just in deals with sent me a picture. Someone liked her Instagram picture called Fascist Ray. Ooh. Excuse what me. Is, what is it? Mark, this Fascist is Ray likes your photo. <laughs> That's pretty Tell great. her to send you to the profile so I can look at it myself. Speaking of Fascist Ray and Instagram and funny things that we find on Instagram. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how freaking nuts is the thing I sent you earlier this week? Which one? A friend of mine who I've only met a couple he's times, but he was a row several years before my time. But he had a nephew born this week whose name is Hayden Christian. Oh. And I commented on this photo, and I said, this child will bring balance to the Force. And, like, three people that are all Star Wars friends and I follow him as well, they all liked it. And I noticed that whenever I sent, whenever I took a screenshot to send it into the group message, one of my buddies pointed out that it was, like, liked by this person and 66 others. It was, like, the all all the things coming together at once. First of all, this child's name is Hayden Christian, which is just perfect. It's perfect. Sixty six others like this photo. <laughs> it was nuts. It's a funny genocide. Uh, it was. I laughed quite a bit. Yes, because the prequels are better than the sequels because the really tragic movie is a fucking comedy now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, wrong show. Travis, you're up. Oh fuck me. I mean, once we're done. Oh fuck me! We gotta finish the show. First That'll be off. That, that. See, that's what's gonna be the Patreon content. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't get their hopes down. <laughs> <laughs> At the twenty dollar tier, <laughs> is that all? You can watch me. Passionate you can, love scene. You can watch me Featuring. sodomize Travis with my Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> There's a lot to take in there. I'm just going to wow. read the article now. <laughs> this is from Collider. I'm sorry. Patty Jenkins teases crisis, cr- crisis pines. <laughs> crisis pines. Crisis. I just see like, I just see like really, really f- afraid trees. Like, like, they're just like, <laughs> deforestation. <laughs> There's a red light blinking from inside. The- yes, it's a crisis pine. Crisp. Patty Jenkins teases Chris Pine's return in Wonder Woman 1984. It's not a gimmick. Hey, Spencer. Look directly up at the Santas in front of you. Don't. No. The one no. on the far right? No. Push the no. button on the one on the far no. right. No. Did I do it? Push yes. It. Push it and then push it again. Push it and then run away. Push it again. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer jolted back at Twerking Santa. Oh no! Twerking Santa and Cookie Cup are gonna fight! (laughs) 
Did you fucking hear that? She just demonic laughed. He went, oh, oh, oh. The Eldritch God Cookie Cop is not pleased with twerking Santa. This is how interested we are in Chris Pine and Wonder Woman 1984. No, it's not that I'm not interested. I just saw an opportunity for him to piss you off with twerking Santa. I'll break it. I'll have Cookie Cop eat Nana would be upset with you. I'm sorry, Nana, but I'll break it. Cannot displease Nana. That is the last thing we want to do. That's true. She does so much. We now have a little clarity on how Chris Pine's Steve Trevor is back in the highly anticipated sequel Wonder Woman 1984. One of the biggest revelations when the follow-up was developing was that Pine would reprise his role as Steve Trevor. This was confusing, not just because Trevor, spoiler alert, sacrificed his life in the first film. Well, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, but also because Wonder Woman takes place in 1918. I almost said in 1984. <laughs> That's the new one, silly. Uh, even if Trevor did somehow survive that plane crash, she'd be either super old or super dead in the Wonder Woman sequel, which takes place in the year 1984. Hence the title, Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know if you were clever enough to get that. Huh. Uh, here's the quote that she gave at CXPP. See, fuck. CCXP letters are fun. <laughs> See, I thought I thought I was wrong earlier. No, you were you were right on the fucking money. Okay, cool. Because I had to check it every time you referenced that convention last week. Yep, same. Because I did not feel comfortable saying it off the cuff. Uh, I can't tell you how he's back, but there's here's what I'll say: We didn't put Steve Trevor in this movie because we just wanted to put Steve Trevor in this movie. When we thought of the story for this film while we were making the first film, a eureka moment came, and it couldn't have been told without Chris Pine playing Steve Trevor. So I promise you, it's not a gimmick. It's integral to the story. It was incredibly important that we had him, and we just super enjoyed it. So it was great having Chris back, but it's also important to the story, and I can't wait for you to see. It's also important to the story. I don't know if I said this, but it's important to the story. Have I said it enough, Warner Brothers? It's important to the story. I added to that quote a bit. That said, I'm glad that it's important to the story. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was very strange whenever they first announced the movie and they had those couple stills and it was like, yeah, Chris Pine will be reprising his role as Steve Trevor. And I was like, um, a plane explosion in the first one tells me otherwise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's nice to know that it's not just going to be some weird like vision it looks like there's something very supernatural and wish granty going on peyote field vision quest from new jersey to montana i'd watch that if they would ever make a steve trevor solo movie <laughs> it's just the peyote field vision quest and i wouldn't put it past warner brothers because we did we are kind of getting a birds of prey movie about harley quinn yeah we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I very badly want to see that. Because I'm Holly fucking Quinn. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Steve Trevor is not a gimmick and is in fact important to the story. Neat. The I might see this one. I feel like there might be an obligation to. Maybe. Being that... Never mind. I can't get back to the notes. Alrighty, and Travis, you're up for our final story before we get into TV talk. But I just went. You said Travis. 
I know you're looking at Spencer and you meant Spencer. Did I say Travis? Yes, you did. No way. You did. Lies. I was like, well, I guess I'm doing one story this week. Is what I said in my head. I wasn't well, complaining. Well, I did the goofy goof. Spencer. So, <laughs> hi everyone. My name's Travis. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be your server today. Wow, gonna, I got really attractive really fast. We got one more story to cover. I mean, you've always been very attractive, so I don't know what that means. I liked you better with the curly Q mustache, but you're still pretty. Well, Poe Dameron doesn't have one, so blame Oscar Isaac. Nah, man. I love you, Oscar. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting drinks with Oscar Isaac. Didn't you know that? No. In Canada. Where, yeah. Where I am of age. Yeah. That's bitching. It is. I can't, I can't wait. So. You going to talk to him about the movie? <laughs> well, and by movie, I'm referring to Spider-Verse 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh, I thought you were talking about X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Right? Oh, well yes. played. Oh, yes. Well played. I have words for Mr. Isaac about X-Men <laughs> Apocalypse. So this is from comicbook.com. The Batman. Dave Bautista's mystery uh, new post has fans thinking he might be the new Bane. So Guardians of the Galaxy star Dave Bautista is known to be a mainstay on the social media platforms. And now one recent post has raised some questions. On Monday evening, he took a Twitter picture of himself with the logo for Warner Brothers that something uh, appears to be on the office or boardroom of sorts. Needless to say, DC comic fans instantly flooded the actor's mentions with their theories, prevailing theories among them being the fact that they could see him be playing Bane in Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman. The Batman. The tweet itself is captioned, It won't come to you, so get after it. Hashtag dream chaser. And he... Uh, Does like, Batista have a septum piercing and I never noticed? He's got two nose piercings. Oh, the septum one's like the little, like, in the middle. Oh, one. the bull piercing? Yeah. I couldn't make it out from here. Um, several people have uh, responded with stuff like, Bane, smart, strategic, and deadly. Please. Uh, confirmed at Dave Batista is Bane, LOL. Uh, Bane, 100%, please. Uh, blah, 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 blah. At one point, Batista confirmed he was at one point in talks with Warner Brothers to join the cast of... James Gunn's The Suicide Squad reuniting uh, with his Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy helmet. Oh, I wish you would have committed to that. I Galaxy almost of did. The Guardians. <laughs> I almost did. Galaxy The of Guardians. <laughs> Tell you the truth, I almost spit out Galaxy of Heroes. Um, <laughs> so Very when, different. When it comes to the Batman, Reeves previously revealed that he's diving into Bruce Wayne's background as one of the world's best detectives. Batman is set to hit theaters June 25th of 2021. Yahoo. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, Dave Bautista's Bane has been one of those, like, really... One of those, like, highly fan-casted roles. Oh, I, duh, yeah. Uh, Bye. You know, it's nice to finally actually have a an actor of Latin descent play Bane, if this is what happens. Because we went from... Whomever the fuck was in Batman and Robin. Let's find to out. To Tom gonna, fucking Hardy. <laughs> oh, you got it? Yeah, I, I, got, I got them quick fingers here. Best but, in the business. <laughs> it was Robert Swenson. He's probably a professional wrestler. Yeah, quite white. American pro wrestler, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Six foot four. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's gone now. Poor guy. Oh, rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, Robert Swenson. Now, holy shit, he passed away in 1977? Did he, he pass away before Nin- the movie even came 19- out? 1997. That's what I said. Um, you said 1977. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what the hell is wrong with me? Let's, um, let's pull up the old IMDb <laughs> trivia and see what happened to poor Jeep Swenson. Probably could just check his Wikipedia. Yeah, that would have been more simple. I am not a simple man. Did you know? Did you know? Um, Hulk Hogan and James Can Con yeah. delivered eulogies at his funeral. Interesting. Uh, let's find out what really happened. We're going to Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> we we, we really derailed this very hard. Yeah, it happens anytime you tell me to look yep. something up. Oops, you want to pause we that did. real quick because Nana's opening the garage door and I did not see that text message. So the um the the ruling <laughs> <laughs> on Robert Swenson is heart failure. Um, so rest in peace, Robert Swenson. Yep, rest in peace, buddy. But yeah, it would be very nice. Nothing against Robert, of course. To get an actual actor of Latin descent to play Bane. Amazing character. Dave Bautista is an amazing actor. Uh, he's very versatile, and I'd love to see what he's able to bring to the role of Bane, assuming that any of this goes the way we're expecting it to. Yes. With that, Travis, we pitched to you for Crisis and Harley Quinn TV talk. Yeah, because that's that's it. That's it this week. That's nice. A, that's it. It was a pretty light not- week, so like we're not completely burnt out by this point either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not even an hour in. Seriously? Seriously? So we're like 57 minutes. But like, oh. But still, this is yeah. the shortest This is good because TJ gave me ages. a quick tongue lashing for sending him a, for sending him a three hour long view back this oh, week. <laughs> Dude. He, he knew. He, he gets nervous that like the computer's just going to eat the file alive if it's too oh. terribly large. Well. Because we, we had a, like a couple panic attack moments before with beefier episodes. So I was expecting that, and I knew that like that was on me for like not keeping the episode contained, and eh. it was cool with it. So he'll be happy to know that he just has to spend like five seconds condensing this into what it needs to be. I mean, like, yeah, that's a discussion for off the air. Because um, like contained for that episode would have been like two and a half hours anyway. So. Yeah. Um. Is that he? specifically he's like three hours has consistently been the point where it's like we're in like where it will like shit the bed while it's exporting to the yeah danger yeah yeah zone. three hours is where the danger zone starts and he gets skittish. <laughs> um. So Harley Quinn this week. It's only been like four days since What's I watched. What's Kite Man in it? <laughs> Briefly. Okay. These are the questions saw, that matter. I saw a clip. She like gets it on YouTube oh that was God. like. Him like or Ivy apparently Ivy like comes over to visit his apartment, and he's like, "It's from a later episode then because it wasn't okay." Because he makes a joke about like you know, I think because the door now says sixty six, but it used to be sixty nine. He's like, "It always is sixty six. He like holds the fucking number back up. <laughs> it's oh my god, Kite Man is perfect in this show. Like, I did not expect to see Kite Man in the second episode, and he actually says Kite Man, hell yeah, <laughs> several times, and I, like, screamed in joy. <laughs> While doing the Naked Man from How I Met Your Mother for yes. Poison Ivy. Yes. That's incredible. Kite um, Man, hell yeah. So, in this episode, Harley 
determined she needs a crew to pull off bigger, better things. I saw parts of this. Who all was in her crew again? Uh, Clayface and Dr. Psycho. Yeah. And the only, so Clayface is just another, like, in this, in this iteration, is just another D-lister who no one wants to work with. Yeah. Harley's desperate. And then Dr. Psycho <laughs> is on blast, like, on PR blast because he called Wonder Woman the C-word. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> they bleep it out, but, but like it's it's a, it's a classic. You beep, and then the fucking literally the world stops turning for this. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, <gasps> yeah, you know, and it happens twice. That's um, funny because I saw a little clip. Like it was like I think it was when I was trying to watch the Philip DeFranco show today. Like there was a little clip for Harley Quinn yeah. attached to it. Where it was like, it sounded like, who, was it Nick Kroll playing him? Because it no. sounded like Kroll. No, it was Tony Hale. Doesn't surprise me. Also sounded like Nick Kroll. But like, they sh- I just heard him be, be like, that's not true. I do not hate all fucking women. Like, yeah. here's something to that effect. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, And then they, the joke that I thought. Because like, so like I said, the running thing so far is there's been one joke every episode that really like feels off kilter to me but then the rest of the episode's fine uh harley's version of me tooing someone is kicking the shit out of them and stealing all their money which i'm totally okay with yeah (laughs) kill all men yeah (laughs) we're awful and deserve to die yes no because like she goes to some like how to be a better villain convention thing (laughs) and goes to see the guy backstage and the guy's like sleep with me and she's like you're gross get that looked at no (laughs) yeah Get that look that literally, and then goes with Clayface and Doctor Psycho and steals his fucking money. It's great. Like, it seems fair. It it was also she goes into a bar and is like, "Who wants to join my crew?" And everyone still for some reason is like, "Yeah, fuck Harley Quinn." Yeah. Um. But then Kite Man walks into the bar and is like, "Hey guys, I was thinking maybe tomorrow afternoon we do something. Might might rob a bank or something. I don't fucking know. Who wants to come?" And everyone fucking follows him out of the bar. <laughs> My king, my boy, is respected in these Gotham City streets. So, like, when I watched the first episode for the first time, I was like, this show is a solid 4 out of 10. Yeah. It's it's gone up to, like, a solid maybe 6.8. It's getting there. I... It sounds I'm, funny. It's I'm like This, this new more. episode. This, the two episodes I watched, they were pretty decent. Like you said, there were a couple, like, I'm Harley Quinn and I can say fucking this yeah. moments, but... Other than that, it was quite enjoyable. Um, better than Titans. Not like the watermark for that is very high. <laughs> so, oh, oh, you didn't. Were you on for him talking about the season finale of Titans? No, I feel like he wasn't. I was not. Let me, because we're doing well on time. Can you give the readers' digest version of that clusterfuck? So here's my overall viewing feeling of Titans. Imagine you're on a train. Right? Okay. And the track is really bumpy. It feels like it could derail at any minute. And as you look out, you see that the train's about to fucking hurl over a cliff. And that's season one. Okay. As the train gets to the cliff, you realize that the track was there, but it was really fucking thin and rickety and you just couldn't see it. That's the beginning of season two. You get over the cliff and now the track is nice and smooth. Everything looks good. We're heading in the right direction. Nothing. It's so hard to fuck this up. 
and then a fucking orbital strike is called <laughs> the train. And that's the finale of season two. Oh my god, okay. it was so bad. Start with the Jericho plot line, just so he can get an appreciation for Dick sending himself to prison. Five years before Titans, uh, Slade kills Aqualad. Oh. So to get back at Slade, Dick recruits Jericho, his son, to the Titans. Who's capable of telepathically body hopping. Cool. Which he... Which is what he can do in the comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, in the process, Slade and Dick fight with Jericho in the room. Slade wins and is about to kill Grayson, and then Jericho gets in the way. Dick take take Dick is so overwhelmed by this that five years later he decides that once he finally tells the rest of the team about it, that he's going to put himself in prison over it. Um, now he does this by assaulting a federal officer, just get instantly thrown in prison. But yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. And yeah. then breaks out like three days later, and what? they never resolve that plot line. No. <laughs> well, what you also need to understand is like he is arraigned, put on trial, and convicted like seemingly well, within not, two he, hours. He's not put on Seriously. trial. Oh, he's not. He, I know because oh. he pleads guilty. But he's still he. He's arraigned and, like, put in a situation where he could feed, like, all of this shit happens within hours, basically. Yeah. That is, like, an efficiency of the American justice system that hasn't been seen since the 1600s. Yeah. (laughs) Where you just got hung. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you stepped on someone's foot and you got shot and hung all at once. Have you guys seen Ballad of Buster Scruggs? (laughs) Where they, they, like, round up James Franco and they take him up to the sheriff who's, like, sitting with his feet kicked up outside the saloon and like we caught this fella he's a beef rustler and then the sheriff's like alleged he's like sorry sir he's an alleged beef ruffler we caught him rustling beeves and the guy's like good enough hang him <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, yeah. that's what it was um and then so also what happens in prison with the fucking like this is a, so like i want you to imagine like the corniest most like fan like this is the kind of shit that, like, I'd pitch for a plot line in, like, junior high and high school. So, as a way that you can, like, develop Dick Grayson as a character and how you discover the Nightwing persona without it being Superman telling him about Nightwing on Krypton. So, Dick's okay. cellmates are three illegal immigrants who hopped the border to escape the drug cartel. And so, and they're about to be deported. And they're like, they're trying to break out, and partly they know that it's going to fail. But they're like, if we try to break out and get killed, it doesn't matter, because we're just going to get sent home and get killed for running away from the cartel. So, in the middle of this, we see one of them drawing on the wall, and eventually we see that it is a Nightwing symbol. (laughs) Not like... It's not like, yeah, I'm drawing the Nightwing symbol. But the, <laughs> I, I wish it was. But the guy, kid talks about this fucking like, story from where he lived of a bird god swooping down and saving you in the night. And Dick goes, that's fucking stupid. And then as they go to break out and it starts to fail, he swoops down and saves them in the night and they get away. And now he's Nightwing. And I fucking hate it. Uh, um... <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's so crazy. It's the corniness of him like <laughs> seeing the symbol and then so... like, but then it doesn't matter because the suit's already been made for him. Oh my <laughs> after the... There's so much bullshit. There's so oh much. Oh my god! I could go on 
for years about how much I fucking hate that show. Which is why still, even though there are a lot of things I've loved about Crisis so far, the best part is in the opening 45 seconds where we see the Titans universe get fucking yeeted by an antimatter wave. That's the Titans cameo. I declined to comment. I, <laughs> I cried. I was so happy, I cried. I was screaming. It was like 2 in the morning. I was like, yes! Fuck them all! Get them! Kill them! Kill every last one of them! They deserve it, everyone! Oh, there was this one bit he showed me where, like, Dick was, like, hallucinating in prison because, like, I'm pretty sure this version of Dick Grayson is just straight-up schizophrenic with how much he hallucinates. Like, but he had this, like, fucking... <laughs> fucking hands with Bruce. Yeah, he, like... He has this fucking... <laughs> he starts, like, training in... Because he's in solitary after he does the whole shenanigans. Yeah. And... Again, Ian Glenn is Bruce Wayne. And okay. so it's them sparring in Dick's mind, but it just amounts to, like... The actor who plays Dick doing what he can, I guess, with Ian Glenn and Ian Glenn just hand waving shit away. He's just doing Like it's literally <laughs> just like Dick again, like all in Dick's head. Dick hallucinating because they cut back to Dick in the prison cell actually doing like fucking martial arts katas and shit. And Dick's like actually like doing forms and katas and like in his brain, it's just the way Bruce is pairing it is it's literally just Ian Glenn going. <laughs> like it is tantamount to him just doing like windmill hands, man. Oh, it is so God. bad. Uh, it's not good. It's so fucking funny to listen to, though. I want to. My goal by the end of break is to have a YouTube video about this show live. Like I want yeah. it to be in out in the ether about how much I fucking. Granted, I, it's not going to be as general. I have something in particular I want to go in on because high top films amazing video has this incredible video about season two that sums up everything i feel about it in one video um but yeah so crisis has been good yeah uh, the only real like important thing that happened in the so oh yeah we got fucking had so remember we reported that maybe tom ellis as lucifer would show up in crisis and then right after we reported on it he even came out and said nah i would just happen to be in vancouver like yeah you know because his his outfit for lucifer's a suit yeah so it's like feasibly he could have just easy to be mistaken been in toronto or vancouver in a suit at the at the same time and they're like oh whoops sorry guys uh we were lied to he was in the fucking crossover but (laughs) just Uh, just like just as we're doing well on time and i want to see his reaction can you tell him about the kevin conroy batman scenes so because they're fucking excellent. I watched this bit, and it's amazing. Um, Kara and uh, Kate Kane go in search of this Bruce Wayne who has snapped and been killing people, like, killing his his adversaries. Oh. And we find this out because Kara's being, like, kind of held separate. And she finds his fucking trophy case, which has... One of the Joker's playing cards, the Riddler's cane, Clark Kent's glasses. And when she sees that, she goes, he killed Superman. And the uh, alternate version of Luke Fox is there and he goes, well, yeah, who do you think put him in the exoskeleton? 
Oh my word! And then when he goes to fight Kara, and she tries to be like, "Holy shit!" You know, like you killed my cousin. Um, oh Clark like reaches, or Bruce reaches under like part of his exoskeleton and flips a switch, and when it moves part of the machinery, you realize that the exosuit is powered by fucking kryptonite. Oh my! Gosh. And he was just like, he looks at her and says something to the effect of. A little souvenir from the old hometown as he's like powering it on, this and then he does nuts. he yeah. does he he recites a Batfleck line, like not Dark Knight Returns. He like, like straight up he Batfleck. he like pimp slaps like Supergirl across the room and is monologuing to her and Batwoman, doing the whole like something like he's something to the effect of like Clark always puts so much power in anybody with a uniform or a flag. My parents taught me a different lesson that the world only makes sense if you force it to. And like winds up to kill them both. <laughs> oh my gosh, this yeah. guy's nuts. I yeah. love me a crazy evil Batman. <laughs> yeah. So that Holy was holy uh, cow. I just needed to reiterate that because I'm still so sprung on that scene. <clears throat> yeah, we get uh Constantine and Lucifer interacting, which was a lot of fun. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. And, yeah. I'm gonna and, eat that shit up. Yeah, you are. Um, he calls him Lucy, which is perfect. Oh <laughs> fuck yeah! It's perfect. <laughs> I'm proud of my boy. I lo- and watching because like part of I've watched season one of Lucifer. Yeah. And when he tells people I'm Lucifer Morningstar, and they're like, Yeah, right, asshole. Sure. Yeah. And then like if he if he wants to fuck with people, he'll show him his powers. Yeah. Like, where he like gets them to confess their greatest desires or whatever, and he does it to Mia. Yeah. He's like, you know, because she's like, uh-huh, sure, asshole. And then he does the thing, and she's like, that was creepy, and I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so excited to see the Lucifer-Constantine banter. They they need Lucifer to go to Purgatory to get Oliver's soul to put back in his body. I figured it was going to be something fucking like that. Yeah. yeah, okay. And I was so fuck. Obviously, Purgatory is Leanne Yu. Who knew? Yeah. Um, it's not like they didn't say knew? that in every fucking episode in season one. And season two. Yeah. And season five. And this season. And the past two, you know. Yeah. Um, even, like, the episode before Crisis started. Yeah, they refer to it as purgatory. Yeah. That's what um, you said. And so, while in... Hey, I expected to see a Dean and Sam Winchester uh, cameo for a second. I'm glad they didn't. I would have laughed. I, I watched, like, half of Supernatural. It's weird saying half and meaning nine fucking seasons. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know. Um, I half expected them to show up because Dean spent some time in Purgatory in season seven. I think. And, um... Fucking... I lost my train of thought. Yeah, they find Oliver, they calm him down, they're like, hey, we're gonna bring you back now. And then Spectre shows up. And is like, hey, that's um, metal. Okay, I've been here for a bit, and uh, I need you to do something for me, Oliver. Go do it. <laughs> and you're like, you're gonna stop it. You're gonna save everyone by doing this thing. And Oliver's like, I guess I have to go do that. Bye. Yeah. Um, but like, he's still gonna. He has to come back and then die again. We have two more episodes of Arrow after the crisis. Yeah. So. I don't know. Oh, and um, hold on, real quick. Now we got to find the screwdriver for the outtake so we can. Yeah, open. we'll do that when the mics oh, yeah. are hot. Oh, absolutely. 
you might want to pick up your phone because uh, I fucking called it. <laughs> um, in all of the shit, <laughs> the lengths she will go. That to was that was for good. Bit. That was good. That was that was, that was I need to shake your hand, sir. In all of the lead up to the Flash will die in crisis. Yeah, the Monitor has never said you will die in crisis. He has said the Flash. And what we find is the thing powering the antimatter cannon. This makes this is one of those like Titans things where I'm like that doesn't make any sense, but sure. Last year's crossover, Earth '90s Barry Allen, which is John Wesley's ship, still. Yeah, it's the like '90s. Yeah, Flash TV show Flash. He kind of gets warped away for a second. The Antimonitor picks him up, and now that Flash is powering the antimatter cannon. That's making the wave. Oh, but he's that's stu- interesting. Like he's stuck on the treadmill. He can't get off. Yeah. Um. So they get up. Five vibe gets his powers back. Cool. Because the monitor can do that, but can't bring Oliver Queen back to life. He brought Lex Luthor back to life, but he can't bring Oliver Queen back to life. Um. Pictures. Um. And so they get John Wesley ship off the the thing and then he's like no you need to put me back on because there's a fail safe and now it's get, that thing's gonna go insane and kill everyone all at once but why wouldn't he have just done that in the first place yeah i guess so we can get this very dramatic scene because i still cried but <laughs> um basically they they like oh this is where black lightning shows up too um pariah brings black lightning to the thing <sighs> and they're like <clears throat> they're like okay how can we stop this cannon uh if you run on the treadmill backwards if you just run the treadmill in the opposite direction it'll blow up the cannon and we'll be fine and barry's like okay this is what he meant this is where i die this is how i go and then um john wesley ship siphon speed from barry I guess it's one of those when you've been around as long as I have, you learn some tricks moments. In other uh, words, okay. In other words, we don't know how he's doing this yet, and we might explain it later. But for right now, it's bullshit, and that's all that matters. Uh-huh. Um, so he takes Barry's speed for a minute. They like they make the call to put him back on the treadmill, and we get like the classic. He fa- he like breaks apart and fades away. Yeah, you know as he runs the treadmill the other direction and the wave is stopped momentarily i guess huh. uh and it's beautiful and i cried and then um it didn't matter i guess because now the the anti-monitor shows up on the ship pariah warps the seven paragons away that i mentioned last week yeah and everyone else is fucking eaten Oh, so now it's the seven paragons in the timeless place from season one of uh, Legends. Okay. And the Anti-Monitor. And that's all that's left in existence. And maybe Pariah. Probably Pariah. Um, with the caveat that while he had the Book of Destiny, Lex Luthor overwrote Kingdom Come Superman with himself. So now, instead of having two Kryptonians... They have Kara Zor-El and Lex Luthor, which I fucking love. <laughs> I'm, your boy got had. 
<laughs> Your boy got <laughs> had. Um, I I already really like John Cryer as Lex Luthor. Yeah. I didn't think I would, and I fucking love him. Yeah. But when like, I see him, he's fantastic. And he's now probably my favorite Lex Luthor, just period. And I said so on Twitter. And he liked it. Hey, I remember that. I was noticed by a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of two and a half men. Yeah. <laughs> one of, of the 2.5. One third of the men? No, he's more than a third because he's a one. Yeah. I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do the math. Is that all we have for this week? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. What are we looking at time-wise? Hour 20, baby! Holy shit! Nice. I was really expecting you to follow that up. Holy shit, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? <laughs> oh, uh, Spencer, where can the lovely people find you? In Latrobe, apparently. You can find me at home, man. I'm in. Ho- I'm at home. I love it. For the next three so weeks. so adorable. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Cosplays. Check it out. Um, probably have new pictures because all of the costumes that will be flying around this week yeah that's true that's yeah. true so yeah new content coming at you this week at the premiere premiere the premiere yeah Travi I'm gonna cry so much we're all gonna cry so much I will not um, cry you can find me on Twitter and Instagram cried during Civil War uh, who didn't did any of us not cry during Civil War okay but that's a lot for him that is a lot for me I've only cried during three movies Really? Since like what are the other since, two? Since like my teenage years. Yeah, from the sure. time that I was ten until now, I've cried during Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, you guys are gonna laugh at me. You think Gettysburg? That's real tearjerker. That's fair. Um, and You're a history guy. And uh, you don't need to be a history guy to cry during Gettysburg. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I know, um, but it doesn't like when you factor that in, like that all it checks out. I almost said something that was real, like. I'll I'll say it off the air. Not that it was like going to get us canceled bad. But yeah, like it, it wouldn't sound like in good taste. Anyway, anyway, and Return of the King. That's when, fair. When, when, These are all like when Frodo. Yeah. When Frodo leaves, I. Oof. I'm hoping the Rise of Skywalker makes you cry. I'm hoping it does. You guys are probably going to have to console me because some, something's going to happen as we leave. If hysterical. you start, if you get hysterical, you will be inconsolable. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to keep you from getting to that point. <laughs> have a few horse tranks on hand, dude. You don't. You're going to. I hyperventilate during the crawl. Ugly crying. You're going to be like. I can't believe they killed Ben Solo. That's not even funny. Don't even joke about it. Don't even fucking joke about it. It's not even fucking funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it happens. I'm gonna be. I am going to be inconsolable. Like Mike will be right. I will walk into the theater for a second screening, just just mortified. Everyone's gonna look at me and be like, "Oh shit, Ben's dead." <laughs> um, I'm very excited. No, you don't understand. I hi- like. For both saga movies that have come out, I hyperventilated during the crawl. Like that's what you and Joel have to <laughs> deal with on Thursday. Is have we been to opening night together? Except for solo, and it was just you and me and Lexi. Dang, I forgot. Like, we've not all three been at an opening night for a Star Wars movie. How has it taken us to the third movie? Because you two never wanted to do the late night shit. I wanted to. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> 
Okay, well, okay, that's not that I'm, I'm going to say boy it's, hours. it's not that it's fair, but like, especially because for Force Awakens, you guys were still in high school. Yeah, yeah, and Same I was, for, and, no, and I had Jedi. to see, I had to see. You were out of town by the time. Yeah, the I was last still Jedi in school. Happened. Yeah, last year, I did see it on opening night, but I was still at school. So it's either been a matter of like not allowed to or Un- geographically physically able. This time the stars align and we're all able to do it in one go. And you guys have to deal with me, uh, you know, just for a long time ago, a galaxy far, far away. And me just going, <laughs> no, no, this is consistently. This is how it's happened. All right. All right. That's how it's going to happen. <laughs> he starts, he starts, in dual the fades. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. It took us that long. Yeah, wow. it did. I was like, "There's no good segue. I'm just gonna go for it." Um, Twitter and Instagram at Travis Political. You'll see me as Poe Dameron. So do that. Yes, Jared. <laughs> I know your Twitter's deactivated, but plug it anyway. Okay, by the time this episode's out, oh, I'll yeah, reactivate it. Yeah. So you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two, and I promise once, I promise I'll probably start tweeting about comic book stuff sometime soon because it's mostly been Star Wars. <laughs> so people who follow me from Hall of Heroes, I apologize for how much it's been one show biased. I've just had a lot to deal with with this movie coming up. Uh, but yeah, Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two on Instagram and Twitter, and follow you back discussion on all of the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Check out the other shows. Do back discussion where we will be talking extensively about the rise of Skywalker. Spencer, I know our friends from Girls with Sabres very badly want to have some conversations with you about the whole Oliver Twist comparison from our Raylo debate. Really? Yeah, because they think it's butt fuck stupid and they just want to they want to drag Laugh you. Laugh at me. Yeah, they want to hurt you physically. I I am so excited to like. Jared. Watch you get just dragged by girls with sabers. I should have known in the fifth freaking grade that this would happen eventually. <laughs> is this, th- is this our final? Your only our... keep me around is your whipping boy <laughs> to make you look so smart. I'm not saying you're making me look smart by some of the smartest Star Wars YouTubers on the planet giving you the business. I'm just sitting back and watching the sparks fly when you when they inevitably get to be like, the fuck was that? Especially after the rest of Skywalker when Ben and Ray kiss. Uh, <clears throat> well, ladies, so wait, come they, at me. If they kiss and all those people you bet lose and have to cosplay as Cookie Cop, do they also have to do the like demonic screeching? Goddamn right they do. <laughs> you sound like Edgar in Men in Black. <laughs> Sugar water. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, I, I put my, my hands on my head. <laughs> Check out the back discussion. <laughs> Moore down the rabbit hole. Wicked Wednesday. Jerk the curtain and do back sports. Be sure to tune in at the same bat time at the same bat channel and. Love you guys, 3000.
Ready? Yeah, uh, okay, let's crack let this motherfucker open. <laughs> Brain surgery on Cookie Cop. Poor guy. I'm so afraid for how acid-ridden the back of his head is. It would explain a lot, honestly. Yeah. It's open. I can hear it. The thread's clicking. Yeah, I just gotta finesse it. Oh. Come on, baby. We are opening up Cookie Cop to whatever evil souls are trapped inside of him live on Hall of Heroes. This is a pain in the ass. We should have gotten the screw loose beforehand. The screw's loose. You hear the thread clicking? I hear it, but like, I gotta... See if you can... Let's see what happens if I just turn them over. Oh! Oh, God! What? Uh! What? Talk to us, Travi. It came out. Oh, there's no battery acid. What? No way. It's just. Holy cow. Holy Christ. Three perfectly intact Energizer batteries. So what happens? Sponsor us. 
<laughs> Did he just say die? <laughs> he said die! He's cursed. <laughs> Cookie cop. You can have it back! <laughs> <laughs> it said die! Kindly return the back of my skull or I will kill you. <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> This has been such a freaking saga. <laughs> we need to like. I will personally. I will personally listen through every episode of Dubek or every episode of Hall of Heroes since the first Cookie Cop incident. I will make a special edition Cookie Cop episode. That's just like everything. That's just every Cookie every, Cop appearance. Everything Cookie Cop. That's it. I'm afraid to reach for him again. Go, he said die. <laughs> die. What do you have to say for yourself, mister? <laughs> <laughs> it just growled at you. <laughs> Travis is talking all this shit about I can control Cookie Cop now. <laughs> it's he growling he and telling you to die. He just presses the button. Cookie Cop's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the ball. The, the automatic nerf weapon. <laughs> what a saga! Holy Stop cow! Stop, demon! Can we wait, real quick? Just, can, let this run. I'm gonna go get more batteries to see if that's what fixes him. Okay. Oh man. Keep fill time. Dick does flips and fill the time, fill the time. Um, I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to say a few words about um, Christmas time. Uh, I, I'm I'm filling the time here. Travi, would you would you give me a hand? I'm talking about Christmas. Christmas is the time of year when, when we defend ourselves from rogue cookie jars. That's a <laughs> I'm holding a gun, <laughs> and I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to use it. <laughs> you have no ammo. Maybe you can just scare It can be away. used as a melee weapon. <laughs> that thing, for sure. It's bigger than me. I don't know if that's entirely accurate. I wanted one of these things so bad when I was a kid. So did I. I, I only ever had one, one Nerf gun, but it was it was the Nerf long shot. That thing was awesome. Yeah, it was. I had one of those. It's like the sniper rifle of Nerf weapons with a detachable smaller blaster. Yeah. So cool. Anyway, cookie got. So cool. Um, Alright, I got w batteries, but I feel like we need holy water and an exorcist to actually fix this thing. Oh, boy. I mean, probably. Uh, I'll have to touch it again. Or a nuclear uh, deterrent. I'll do it. No, it's fine. What the heck happens if it's pretty... There it is. Okay. Um... Travis is removing okay the old power cells. <laughs> he is, uh, at this point, extracting the brain matter. Um, it's his heart because, like, his head is so deep. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there, his, buddy? His head is so deep. He is now inserting the new brain matter into the subject's Head. Maybe Energizer turns him demonic and bring him over here before you turn him on. Yeah, we, he's got to be mic'd up. You guys ready? Do you have a, a driver or something? Okay, okay. Stop! 
jar. All right. He's healed. We he, saved him. He's in high as shit. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's either stoned he's, out of his mind or his demon. He's stoned. Stop. Move away from the cookie jar. Oh. He's been fed. Giving him his sacrifice. <laughs> Praise be. All is well. Oh, thank heaven. Here's here's the the driver. That was that was that was a lot. Whew. Can't wait to do this again next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs>